0: Welcome back to the Making Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sheets, and we have been away for quite a while, but we're back, and we're in video now, and this is the second time, actually, this is the third time we're doing this intro, because Jeff has fucked up (laughs) a lot.
1: That's my bad, guys.
0: But yeah, we're back, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Rhodes.
1: What's up, guys? Long time no see. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a rough podcast back.
0: So Je- Jeff is already struggling, um, and so much. It doesn't help that this is the first time that we're doing the video version of this podcast. So this is this is just a test. Um, we might be out of focus. We might be out of <laughs> sync. We might look like garbage. Who knows? I mean, I'll yeah, know when I'm editing. We don't have,
1: we don't have PAs here. So I, 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 have a literally my camera looking at me. My monitor is far away. I hope I'm in focus. If I'm not,
0: see, luckily I, I can tell that I'm in focus because my camera has focus assist. So I can see the, oh, the my
1: camera has focus assist. Beep. beep
0: <laughs> little bitch. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad
1: this is a, I'm glad this is a video podcast now. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. Can see, I can't do all my underwear anymore because they can see me.
0: Wow. Oh, darn. So uh, today we are going to be talking about uh, Annabelle Creation. Um, but before we get into that, I want to bring up some stuff about Nautical Films because Nautical Films has been kind of sporadic over the past few months. We've had uh, four short films get released, all from my end because Jeff is too lazy.
1: Uh, ah, bro. <laughs> Don't even give me that. All right, K. Rogers working me like a slave. All right, I get two days off a week, and they even asked me to come on, on one of those days. So basically, I have one day off a week. I'm sorry, Jeff. And guess what? My overtime pay isn't that much because I don't get paid a lot. So you can go fuck yourself,
0: gladly. Um, so, <laughs> but we've we've been a bit, a bit sporadic because we're we're working, you know, our our own separate jobs and you know uh we're we're doing a lot and we try to make nautical films content when we can but youtube is not our full-time position it's not our full-time job as much as we wish it was uh it it can't support us right now i mean we don't even have uh enough subscribers to actually get paid so if you're not subscribed uh please go ahead and subscribe to us and
1: um like just and share hit the subscribe button
0: <laughs> like share comment and hit that notification bell um uh, At least a YouTuber. At least I didn't. Yeah. yeah, Well.
1: Good job. Well, (laughs) (laughs) that's what we're going for. Uh,
0: But we we decided to bring the video podcast um, to life because we want to start posting more stuff to the nautical films uh, YouTube channel. So this might be all that you get of in between short films. Uh, I do intend on bringing back making horror as uh, an actual show. Um, and I know when I'm going to do that and what the episode is going to be about. Um, it's just going to be a little bit farther down the line uh, because I've I've recently moved. I've recently changed jobs, so I'm working full-time in video. Um, I have – other things in my life have changed. Um, so uh-huh. I, I have less time, but uh, I am doing all that I can to constantly – be creating content, and on that note, we are shooting a short film. The, fir- the first day of shooting is on uh, this Saturday. Uh, the title is "The Wailing Letter," and it's going to be a lot different than anything that we've made before. Uh, it is it is horror, uh, so all of you horror fans that like what we've done in the past, you will still really appreciate this. But it's going to the, the production value and overall tone of this film is going to be much different. I'm very excited. Um, I think that this is this this film has a lot of potential. So I'm not gonna say too much about it. Uh, but we're working on that. And then right after we get done with that, we are what what is with that face? <laughs> what? Your face. You were just <laughs> <laughs> I'm ignoring you.
1: I please do. I don't ask you to comment. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, so then right after we get done filming The Wailing Letter we are moving on to another project uh, and there will be more on that once that project uh, starts seeing some actual production um, yeah and then Jeff is there anything production wise uh, on your end so
1: yeah Jeff and I we don't talk gonna, much <laughs> yeah it's only annoying to, to make fun of him or I was like hey you see Avengers and he's like don't tell me anything <laughs> actually it's the other way around because you, you saw it first but uh, come on, it's been a couple of weeks. You should get over it. It but, was uh, still a lot. It was. But, but that movie back hurt me
0: 3,000.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh, I am working in the, in the midst of doing a lot of things. Uh, as you have noticed, as Ryan said, I don't put out a lot of videos or short films uh, because K. Roger, if you don't know what K. R. Roger is, it's Kroger. Just a, just a slang. So, people in the biz call Kroger. Shut and Roger. the fuck
0: up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, no, I got a, I got a, like a vodcast, like this kind of people thing is a video biz. podcast. <laughs> so, well, it's gonna be called <laughs> Pillow Talk with Jeff. Uh, it's like basically a podcast about whatever we whatever I want. So I the have.
0: the show that we have been promising on Jeff's end is finally gonna oh. see the light of day.
1: What? The? What? Movie recording has stopped automatically.
0: Just, just start it again.
1: God, fucking bitch. Fucking I'll cut it out. Camera. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay.
0: You need something with no record limit.
1: Uh, can, you, can you adjust that in the settings on Canon? or no?
0: You can, but it, it's actually dependent on the actual camera model.
1: Uh, well, I'll just go back in. I'll say it faster. Uh, yes, I'm basically working on a podcast like this is a video podcast, kind of a talk show kind of setting. It's called Pillow Talk with Jeff. It's, I know I've been saying, like, what, back in November when we first started this podcast, yeah. something's coming, yeah. Untitled Projects. Uh, that's that same show. Uh, I've yeah. been working with producers here in Indiana, which aren't, this is in L.A., this isn't like Atlanta. There's not a lot of producers, so it's a friend of mine who actually has the resources, like the podcast recording equipment. Working with him to get that, uh, get that whirling. We actually shot some promotional stuff, and so we're gonna be that. That should be coming uh, shortly after I get my my side of the end of the production going. Uh, I'm starting uh, like a vlogging kind of a thing. I know it's kind of a bailout YouTube kind of thing, but I Doosh. feel like, uh, you know. It fits a douche. Yeah, I'm going. I'm running with that. I'm I'm a douche. I'm going to Miami and I'm going to record that. I'm also going to uh, PopCon here.
0: Can you believe this? He's he's going to Florida and he's not even coming to see his old pal Ryan. Ryan, where do you live in Florida? Miami's only an hour and a half away. Just saying.
1: Why don't you come to me? I don't have a car.
0: (laughs) Well, whose fault is that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Me for not being 25 and not renting a car.
0: I'm in the same boat minus yeah. a day.
1: <laughs> don't you have a car? I do. So we can drive to me if you wanted to. Yeah, but people get shot in <laughs> Miami. I'm going to be we're going to be on the South Beach like in like the like the the gay community kind of a thing. Isn't that South Beach the gay community? I don't know.
0: Why are you making me have to fix shit in both?
1: I'm it's not gay bashing. I just love it's just a very gay community. Uh anyways, Yes, I will. I'm starting the travel vlog thing. I'm going to Miami in a couple of weeks. Uh, I'm actually going to PopCon in Indiana. I don't want to record my quest to stalk and find Jason David Frank and give him a kiss in the cheek. That is my goal. Okay. And those of you who don't know who Jason David Frank is, if you can't see it, he's the White Ranger, the original White Ranger. He's coming, gonna be within 100 miles of me. You bet your ass, I'm gonna go find him. I'm gonna kiss that man on the cheek. I'm gonna record it too.
0: I so, can't yeah. I can't bail you out.
1: What? Oh, if, if I get arrested? Yeah. Oh I hope to god I get arrested. Okay. It's gonna be fun to a fun time.
0: We're gonna we're gonna.
1: I'm gonna kiss that man. <laughs> <laughs> right in that cheek. I'm gonna ask him straight up. If he says no, I'll say, okay, you can kick my ass. So but if he says yes, I'm gonna kiss that stubbly face.
0: <laughs> what have we become? Okay, so 10 minutes in, let's actually get to the movie. Uh, So today we are talking about another entry into the Conjuring universe. And after we talk about Annabelle creation, we are going to talk about the Conjuring universe as a whole and the current state of things. Because as anyone who has listened to this podcast before knows, The Conjuring is my favorite horror movie of all time. Favorite horror movie franchise and I think I've got some I've got some things to say, but before we do anything, let's bring in our special guest. It's Annabelle, because that's the movie we're talking about. White people. Jeff hates this thing.
1: Why are you buying dolls? That's that's, that's supposed to be possessed. It's like that's stupid. It's stupid.
0: okay. My girlfriend hates it too. So whatever.
1: She's a smart. girl. She's a smart girl.
0: That's why it's not in my room. It's it's literally sits out in the in my living room. Yeah. So if if someone breaks in, that's the first thing that they see. So they might just be like, no, no, I'm good.
1: (laughs) Um, That's actually a fair point. I would not break into a house. If I broke into a house, and the first thing I saw was an animal doll. I would, I would leave.
0: I, I, I think these things through. Okay. So let's, let's actually get to the movie. So Annabelle creation, uh, was released in what? 2016, 2017, 2017. Wasn't it?
1: I believe so. Yeah, 2017, Two three
0: years. Uh, directed by a uh, big idol of mine, or, David F. I Sandberg. I absolutely <laughs> love David F. Sandberg. Um, if you don't know the story of David F. Sandberg and you're an aspiring horror filmmaker or just an as- aspiring filmmaker in general, you should definitely go and look into his story because he started out like we all did on YouTube um, and he made a short film called Lights Out which we should definitely talk about on the podcast at some point because that movie is too good not to talk about.
1: I mean, it's oh the movie? I just mean like the short film. The short film is like 3 minutes long. Yeah, no
0: no no, the, the actual movie. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah, just go 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 look at his channel. It's called Pony Smasher. Oh, you can you can see a bunch it. of his his amazing No, oh, excuse me. His amazing uh, short short horror films. They're all uh, really well done. He's got some comedy bit, bits on there too, and he also has a lot of behind the scenes stuff of the uh, two horror feature films that he's done, which are, are Lights Out and yeah. Annabelle Creation. And uh, that's
1: how I learned about the eyes he does for Lights Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is a uh, YouTube channel.
0: Really, really good content. Fascinating. Um, and and he seems like a really down to earth and genuine guy, which I and the okay. So, Annabelle Creation is a fantastic movie. It's not without its flaws, and I I give more of a pass to Annabelle Creation and its flaws than I do uh, The Nun and its flaws because David F. Sandberg directed Annabelle Creation, and he seems like a really genuine guy. Corin Hardy directed The Nun. He seems like a real douche and full of himself, (laughs) so it's, it's amazing what a great attitude will get you.
1: I mean, it got him a – he booked a DC job. He, he, he's directed of Shazam, which it did – Hell, hell yeah, to.
0: James Wan. James Wan, he's like – he went to Warner Brothers and is like, hey, I'm going to just do your universes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Well, like, yeah, he James Wan started with Conjuring, then got Aquaman. Yep. S. Sandberg started with uh, Lights Out and Creations and got Shazam. I mean, and those are probably the two best well, – Minus Wonder Woman, the two best DC movies that has come out in the last couple of years. So I
0: I didn't see Aquaman, uh, but I did see Shazam because it was David Sandberg and
1: yeah, um, Aquaman. Aquaman is you can tell it was James Watson. There's, heard, there's jump scares. There's so many jump scares in that movie.
0: <laughs> I heard that. Uh, well, I didn't just hear. I, I saw the footage that Annabelle is in in Aquaman.
1: Oh yeah, apparently he's like 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 like, like underwatering. Yeah, diving, she's like she's he, sitting on a she's, she's sitting on a little chair. Yeah. I'd, I've never like, seen it, but uh, that's awesome.
0: I heard. That that's so awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, so let's talk about Annabelle creation. Um, I would put this at probably number three in the Conjuring universe movies. Uh,
1: Con- Wait, what? So Conjuring one, Conjuring two? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I put it second over Conjuring two.
0: Okay.
1: I like this movie a lot. Yeah, it's as it's for, a, as, as for horror movies go.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good horror like it's it's a good entry into the conjuring universe and it's a really good like apology for the first Annabelle movie.
1: I don't th- okay, after watching I re-watched Annabelle. I,
0: I do not think Annabelle is that bad. It's it's not. It's not very scary, but coming it's coming off of bad. the conjuring, and yeah. then you
1: have Annabelle. And it is like, like a really like, scary part of The Conjuring. So people are like, oh my god, it's going to be a scary movie. And I kind of just fell flat of that hype. And just the general, like, had some, there's some scary moments in that movie. But I feel like Animal Creations just just ups it yeah, so much yeah. more. It, like the, the layout and just like the, and the story it tells is actually pretty interesting too. Because I actually kind of care more about these characters in this movie than I did in Annabelle. The yeah, first one. absolutely.
0: The and I think the the main reason that you find yourself caring more about these characters is because they're kids, and you yeah. know,
1: And they're orphans. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're kids. They're orphans. One of them has polio. Um, <laughs> like
1: damn.
0: <laughs> yeah, like absolutely damn. And I I really love the I love the tone setting like really quick uh, in this movie where basically i mean within like what 10 15 minutes a girl gets hit by a fucking car like they oh, yeah. they don't shy away and i really i really like that they just straight up were like yeah th- this is going to be that kind of movie and
1: <laughs> you think it's all nice and happy and then <laughs> boom <laughs> you know it's not gets nice by and a car <laughs> but uh yeah you know, yeah i as as you said for tone, uh I don't know if you've if you've seen this movie before, I mean well if you have we're probably gonna spoil the crap out of it. So pause and go watch Animal Creations if you haven't seen it. Yeah, my but, girlfriend
0: literally is not going to watch this on YouTube. Because she hasn't seen just, Animal Creations? Yeah, she hasn't she hasn't seen it. I'm like, we gotta watch it.
1: Yeah, watch it. But like as for setting the tone, like like you said, like setting up like what kind of movies is gonna be. Uh, I have this in my notes. If you watch the movie throughout like its entirety and watch it again, like the first couple of minutes of that movie like they show you the, the like like ryan said the girl has polio and like her room's upstairs but he has his wife the guy whose wife you know is there has like a walking problem too so they install this, like, like this little chair for like the, the lifting from the from the stairs mm-hmm. and it and then after that they show you the dumbwaiter in the nut and the sister's room. they set everything like, up so they, they, well, they tell you, they literally say these are tools that aren't re- like we're going to scare you with later. Yeah. Like it's <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like, Hey, hey this remember later. this and remember that <laughs> yeah, exactly. and remember
0: this and remember that. Cause yeah, guess what? Because like later,
1: cause <laughs> later in the movie, like there's like a whole scene where like a whole thing where she's trying to get out of the chair cause she's going upstairs to like this. Ugh. I, yeah. I'm skipping ahead, but yeah. I mean, like, we're, we're going to jump
0: all over cause we haven't really prepared very well for this. So it doesn't matter. Fuck it. Nothing. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Like I, I love the way that, that David Sandberg sets up everything in, well, I guess it, that would also be the, the screenwriters more than David Sandberg, but you know, true. Um, true, true. but regardless, the filmmakers decided that, you know, that they were actually going to, you know, preface all these scares by, by showing you them early on in the movie and, and then um, just like
1: really scaring you with it later.
0: And some of my favorite things about this this film are, it's like it, it took a lot of stuff, and, and lights out did this as well, um, but I feel like more so Annabelle creation took a lot of different ideas, like small little things from uh, David Sandberg's uh, short films, and actually mm-hmm. put them into this movie. Because uh, one of them is uh, when the the what Janice is her name. Is in uh, oh, yeah. the the daughter's room, and she sees a figure uh, cloaked over with with the the sheet, and then it stands up, and then it starts walking towards her, and then it like steps over, and like the the uh, cl- like cloth reveals that no one is actually there. Um, that's from David Sandberg's film Attic Panic. Uh, and then there's the bit in the the barn later on where uh, the light bulbs start unscrewing themselves. And that that is also from that short film, Attic Panic. And
1: um, okay, oh, I've seen Attic Panic.
0: And then there's also a musical cue uh that uh David Sandberg did himself on a MIDI keyboard that's I believe it's also an Attic Panic. And um Benjamin Walfish, I think is is the composer's name, who did he did this and, and it and um oh, ooh, ooh. and he took that that little musical cue and then layered that into the the actual score for the, for Annabelle Creation. So th- there's just little things that that I, I think mean, is there's a is, reason
1: that he was hired and like yeah, if like they see like hey this is pretty cool like why would you not incorporate yeah. it into your horror from, like these are some which cool makes, ideas makes and sense. it's it's nice having those callbacks you know oh yeah like it's just it, for like fans like you like yeah like, oh I watched your thing I know where that's from, yeah mister. absolutely.
0: Mr. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really, I, I love David Sandberg. Um, I think he's a really talented filmmaker, especially when it comes to horror. He really knows how to get the best reaction out of you. And, um, he, you know, because a, a lot of these times with, with horror films, I mean, l- let's let's compare this to The Nun. A lot of times it, feel, uh. it feels like when you're watching The Nun... That there's a jump scare just f- for the sake of there being a jump scare, just to get a reaction out of you, and the only reaction is like, "Oh, holy shit!" You know, yeah. But with David Sandberg, it feels like his his jump scares are more calculated and more uh, there. There's more reason behind them. Like
1: it, they drive the story more than just to have a scare.
0: Like if if you um if he, he really likes to subvert expectations, and he, he mentioned this in, in one of his behind-the-scenes videos on YouTube where he talked about how he, um, the, the scene where the the Higgins' daughter is, um, or not the Higgins, um, ah, I forget her, I forget. B, whatever, the, um, <laughs> oh, the, 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 the actual little girl. When you see her, her, Standing in and looking out the the window and you can see the reflection of her face And he said the reason that he did that was because he wanted to have that jump scare But he wanted to subvert your expectations because by so by seeing her reflection in the window You're subconsciously thinking like oh, I can see your face So if she turns around I know nothing's gonna be holy off. shit, you know And basically, you know that made us all shit except for the fact that that was in the fucking trailer
1: No, that that's a lie I will attest to that because I still jumped. I still, I, I remember this jump scare because it was in a trailer. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be scared." And then they they take away the, the dialogue. Cause yeah, because she says, "What do you want in the, in the trailer?" She just turns yeah. around, it's her face, and she she just has that deep voice, which scared me. It's like your, your soul, <laughs> and I was just like. Oh.
0: I mean, oh. honestly, because oh. like it, it
1: wasn't really a
0: jump scare. She literally just turns around and says, "Your soul," and, her, and, and her, it's th- the that, voice that really gets that, me.
1: That you don't know, like you have, because no, even it's in the trailer. Like even he does that. Like, he shows you yeah. what's going to happen, but he doesn't really show you. Kind of like well, how like Marvel does like the trailers. They like, show you, but don't actually show you. Okay,
0: Marvel just fucks trailers. Marvel, <laughs> Marvel doesn't make trailers. Here we go. Here Marvel. We go. <laughs> Marvel makes bullshit and calls it a fucking trailer. Cause I'm pretty sure 99% of the fucking endgame trailer wasn't in the goddamn movie. <laughs> Avengers endgame really hurt my soul.
1: Yeah, that's like what two references to <laughs> endgame Yeah endgame within. Like, I'm sure podcast. there's
0: gonna be a lot.
1: That's not about horror. <laughs> the movie does nothing really with horror okay, whatsoever. Let's
0: be real. Endgame is currently the second biggest movie of all time. Obvi- uh, obviously, there's going to be some. By the time some, we
1: release this, it's going to be number one.
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's still behind three hundred million.
1: Honestly, Ryan, I'm not, I'm not. I might be ashamed of this. I literally bought a ticket. and I didn't see the movie.
0: I am so proud of you.
1: <laughs> I've only seen it twice in theaters. I saw it once on opening night. I saw it once in D box, and then I was. Oh, you saw I it was, in D box?
0: How was that? Oh.
1: Actually, it's not really worth it because like it's only worth it for like the first like first couple of minutes of the movie and the last battle scene. But in we yeah, the battle scene, because yeah. like, most of it's just like you know it's like them talking. Like it shakes here and there during like the whole time travel stuff. Yeah, spo- spoilers. But uh, if you haven't seen Endgame by now, shut the fuck up about spoilers. The
0: <laughs> Russos gave us permission.
1: True, but uh, yeah, no, But no, I bought an extra ticket. I was like, hey, maybe someone will want to go with me. But I was like, I'm going right in the middle of the day. So yeah. Like, so I texted around like, "No, I don't want to go like, All right, cool. So I had I bought two tickets to that showing, but no one else went with me. But I just went so with you bought it, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I bought an extra ticket for no reason. I was like, you know what? I hope it beats Avatar. So I was like, you know what? Fine. I I'm I, it I want ticket, it to seeing-
0: I want it to be Avatar. I really do. And if you're one of the people that says that this movie doesn't deserve to beat Avatar, fuck you, Three Thousand. <laughs>
1: I like that. That fuck you three thousand. Fuck you three thousand. That's funny. Um, but back on track. Back on Just, track. Um, it's good to be back, right? Just going off on tangents absolutely. On that's, that doesn't... that is the only
0: reason these these things actually last an hour. Because <laughs> going tangent. <laughs> yes. So, so that has nothing to do with anything. Yes. Oh. But <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah. So David Sandberg really good at at subverting expectations. Um, I mean, he's really good at just piling on tension, like just, just, it just keeps going. And like the last third of the movie is just constant. Like it just does not let up. There's never a moment to breathe in the last, uh, third, which I think is great. Um, I mean,
1: that's typical of most horror movies, but you, you really feel in this one, like the oh, whole yeah. scarecrow thing. I, no, See, not needed. The, not needed the
0: scarecrow thing is is one of my my complaints of the movie because that oh, felt I love like, it,
1: but it's not needed.
0: That felt like an idea that they could have done more with. Like,
1: true. Who knows? It might get its own movie. Probably.
0: <laughs> we're gonna get there. We're <laughs> we are going to get there we are going to get to the the current state of the Conjuring universe. Because <laughs> I mean, I think we've I, all got stuff. Personally,
1: to I was a needed? No. Did it add to the tension that you were talking about? I feel like it did. Yeah. But did it add to it in a cheap kind of way? I guess you could say that. But for me, I'm already focused enough on just – I'm already shaking my boots at this point. Yeah. If I'm just adding a moving scarecrow. Yeah. It's just – I was like, oh, so now I have to worry about this and this killer doll? Well, shit, you know? Well, fuck
0: you, 3000. <laughs> <laughs> um, But,
1: but- – yeah. Like I
0: just I, I like the idea that they, they did in The Conjuring 2 where um, you know, the Valak could take many forms and manipulate uh like like the crooked man and, and Bill Wilkins and stuff like that. So you know, like,
1: I hold on. I thought they were two different people.
0: The the spirit of uh Bill Wilkins is being manipulated by Valak, but the the crooked man is like a a manifestation of the demonic. So the crooked man is like still technically Valak.
1: So, is, but why is Valak getting his two movies then? Money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what confused me. I, okay. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you're, I, you're right. You're as right. as far as I know, that's that's the case. Like that, that's what they say in the movie that the that the crooked man is the the like a manifestation. Uh, just being controlled by value. I don't, I don't know if it's, a, if they're going to explain that. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Who fucking knows? Anyway, <laughs> I was hoping that the scarecrow would be something more along the lines of that, where, um, cause I just, I, I like, I like the demon taking all sorts of different forms, but mm-hmm. that also leads me into another, not, not necessarily complaint, um, but just, just a, an observation, because when you watch the first Annabelle movie, they put a lot of focus on the doll. There's not a lot of focus on the doll in Annabelle creation. It's, it's not there's, – there's only really one moment where the uh, – where uh, like they they do anything really with the doll itself, which is when uh, – what's her face? Uh, Lulu Wilson's character has that, that – Gun that has the ball thing, and she shoots it at Annabelle, and it hits her in the face. That was
1: so terrifying.
0: And then when she she turns back, uh, Annabelle's like looking. Yeah, it's just staring uh, right at her. That, and you know, I think me. it's so funny that she just like they both just like brush it off. Like, no, no, you clearly saw that that was not looking in that direction, and now it is. You fuckhead, get the fuck out of <laughs> there! Like, I'm. So-
1: <laughs> I mean, no, you're, you make sense. You, you're what you're saying is true. But I mean, I, that's right. one of the best. I think that's one of the best scenes of the movie because you're right on it. On reality, yes, that would that would have happened. Absolutely. This is this is Hollywood. Yeah. We're not paying to see reality. We're paying yeah. to see people. Stupid people get get murdered.
0: Yeah. But and, yeah, there's there's not a lot of emphasis on the dot. One second. Is your is your shit still recording? Your.
1: Yeah, I did it at one time, but it's we're still good.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, but yeah, they they. They don't put a lot of emphasis on the doll, which I can't tell if that's good or bad.
1: I mean, since this movie did as critically, like, as well received yeah. than Annabelle, I feel like it's a great idea. Yeah, I or mean, great. Yeah, it just, it, it always kind of
0: felt to me like Annabelle just kind of takes a back seat in this film, which isn't a bad thing. Because when they do emphasize, or utilize Annabelle, it is very creepy. Um, oh, yeah. But... You know, she she felt more like a side thing. And I'm, I'm not going to lie. All of the shots with Annabelle are fucking amazing.
1: Well, yeah, I put it in the same kind of realm as like the first – not the first, like the remake of the Godzilla that came out in 2015. How like people said that was enough Godzilla in it, yeah. But it was still a great movie. And like when Godzilla showed up, he stole the show. Don't get me started
0: him. on Godzilla, King of the Monsters, man. Okay. Oh <laughs> tangents. boy. <laughs> tangents.
1: That's all, all we got here. It's just tangents going on inside no, tangents. I,
0: I'm excited for the movie. That's all I'll say. Um, it does but, those
1: look pretty dope. But yeah, like
0: anyone who who is going into and actually, I, I need to explain this uh, before I watch it with Janae. Like anyone that is ex- expecting this to be like a child's play kind of movie is going to be oh, very no. very disappointed because it's you and I, I feel like that was something probably part of the reason why so many people hated the first Annabelle was because they I were thought the doll was going yeah they were they well, thought the doll was going to move
1: it, it it moved it it was used the same way it wasn't conjuring yeah the doll but, never moved it was just like that weird girl holding in that rocking chair that's all you needed to scare the hell out of you. And they had, they had, they had a demon in the first Annabelle holding it. Like,
0: yeah, and I, that's but why I, f- I
1: say like I think it gets a bad rep. I, like I personally like it better than, than none. Well,
0: and I think I think that that's part of the reason why uh, Annabelle creation did better than. Uh, oh, oh! It stopped. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> like right when you like two minutes after you. Your, talk
0: about your it. fucking camera. <laughs> um, but I, I, mean, I think. It went so bad. You do. Uh, but I, I think that's part of the reason why uh, Annabelle Creation did better than Annabelle because people actually knew what to expect. And they knew that the doll wasn't going to move, uh, that there was going to be a lot of demonic shit, and that they mm-hmm. were going to see some pretty fucking scary shit and not, not be like a campy slasher film.
1: Well, I also think the way that, like, if, if we're going outside the movie, but, like, the way that when, when it, So it's following Conjuring 2 it's uh, following the success of Conjuring 2 the success of the character of Valak and I don't know if you remember but in the trailers they show that that, that, that scene of her in the wheelchair getting pushed yeah. and you see a nun so I don't know what you but when I first saw this movie I was like oh they're going to put Valak in this movie too I like the nun from that movie oh let's see about this and they announced oh it's getting its own movie after the yeah. Annabelle came out and I was just like oh I'm hyped for the nun and then the nun sucked ass
0: fucking Corn Hardy man
1: the nun's not, not that bad, but no, no, it is bad. I don't it, like it. I, I, I remember me hating it more than you did.
0: Yeah, in I the mean, first podcast. I, I don't, I don't hate the nun. Um, I've only seen it. I've only seen it the one time. Um, I have seen it twice now, and
1: I, I read it on Redbox. It's still bad. I, <clears throat> I
0: think, I think that it, it's just a missed opportunity. But again, that's something we'll get into at our our discussion at the end.
1: I will say this, uh, kind of like the last thoughts on The Nun. I think The Nun failed where the animal creations succeeded the most and connecting it to the Conjuring universe. Yeah, there's The Nun. that That's like the, gives the, the connection. But the scene, yeah. how the, it connects. The whole crap with The Nun, how like uh, that guy was the, the guy with the cross upside and down. Frenchie. Yeah, it was like it was in the it was the guy who was his his face was clearly edited in the none to make it match the one in the country If you yeah. watch the two movies, not the same actor whatsoever. But this one, it threw me for a loop. Oh like, yeah, I don't know about and you. We'll, we'll, I, I we'll get to com-
0: that. We'll get to that. That okay, that that's going to be I I the end of the. That, that's going to be at the very end of the oh, okay. Annabelle creation discussion because that's the best part of the movie in my oh, opinion. Oh, for sure.
1: For um, sure. So no one I saw it with actually knew what was like what was going on. I, my, I saw it with my sister and my cousins. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I don't get it. I was like, uh, gone, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they're well, related to you. Oh,
0: <laughs> but there, there's there's really a lot to enjoy in this movie, and oh yeah, uh, and my my complaints with this film are minor. Um, you know, being you know. Uh, there's just a couple of things that I wish that they had done a little differently. Um, the one thing uh, that I really am not a fan of, uh, and this is because I'm coming off of three consecutive Conjuring Universe films of little to no blood and no one dying. So those are two things that and, – and people can die in these movies. That's fine. Um, but the people that die in this movie, they fucking die. I mean, it is grisly. The oh, the the three people that die in this movie. Um,
1: okay, I've I've two weeks ago and I watched so much stuff. Okay, it's, so it's the, it's the so first the is
0: mom. First is the little girl, and then is the dad when his fingers are all. Broken backwards.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. yeah! I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, and he is like the the literal life is fucked out of him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wouldn't phrase it that way. Like, I mean, one when, could choose to say it when, like when
0: they actually find him? He's like fucked on the floor and just <laughs> all sorts of dead. Um, fair, and then that is fair. then the mom is literally torn in fucking half. And That's the one I was thinking. That about, is yeah. the one that I thought was too far. Um just for a really? con- just for a Conjuring movie. Like it's I- always
1: been rated R and I don't understand why they've been rated R like all of them.
0: Yeah. Well, the I, I know the first one was rated R just because it was scary. Like and yeah. I personally love that. Uh there's which again, I will give I'll give credit where credits due. They they continue on the the streak of, you know, it's not rated R because there's drugs or because there's alcohol or because there's nudity so or because the there's yeah like i love that because that that feels like actual quality storytelling and not relying. i feel there's on only the,
1: been two movies in the last years after you've done that that's been a, yeah scared conjuring the sinister yeah because sinister is just so no cussing or anything well, there are yeah. people just dying yeah by the sinister but they don't show it yeah at all but and i
0: like, yeah i really i really really enjoyed that i i think that that's it's like a good sign yeah i of agree a, of, a, of a horror movie yeah, I agree. Radar for the scary. Yeah, and um, so but but yeah, the the mom being ripped in half was because she's literally ripped in half and pinned up on the fucking wall, and yeah. that's, I mean, like her fucking guts are hanging out and shit, and that was like, you're getting a little too saw, just pull back a little bit. Um, James
1: Wan made saw. I know. What are you talking about? I know. <laughs> but still, you, you he made you the, get a little bit too James Wan. He made the saying?
0: goddamn Conjuring too, and no, none of that was in the Conjuring. So
1: you, you see what I mean? I do, but I disagree with you wholeheartedly. I love Gore. I love the Gore in this movie. I was like, I, I think it's shock value. Again, it's with the storytelling. Like you don't like what you're talking about. You don't expect it with like the girl, girl's little face and switching like yeah. that. Same thing with like with the mom just being torn to shreds. Like you don't expect it like that. You're like, oh, oh, she's just gonna die, and then just <laughs> it's fun. I,
0: I I I like my I like gore in certain situations, and and that, I guess the reason for it is just because because then at the very end of the movie, uh, they they show. In, in full what they showed in the, the first film where the guy gets his throat slit. And yeah. that that didn't phase me at all because I had already seen the the mom completely torn in half. So I mean that that is just the first major scene with gore in the conjuring universe. So it threw me through a loop. And I was like, okay, hold on. Okay. Cause I, I don't have a problem with it. It doesn't disturb me or like I'm not like, oh God. Oh, Gore, how dare you? No. Like I I'm. I mean, slasher films are some of my favorite films of all time. I'm fine with gore. It was just that's the very first time that that was in a Conjuring movie, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. We went, we went there now. Okay, all right. I yeah. hope we don't go there too much,
1: but we went there. Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's. It's, it's not like a lot. It's not like overdoing it. Like it's like. No, 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 no. no. I fe- I feel like the next Conjuring movie, like the, in my recollection of the movie, the Nun didn't have that much gore in it. No, it didn't. Uh, I haven't seen Curse of La Llorona because so I don't care about it, but my girl Linda Carlini is in it, and I love her. We're going to talk about The Curse of La Llorona. Shout out Velma. I don't, that movie could suck all at once, but Velma.
0: Velma's in it.
1: Velma can get it. <laughs> She's also in game yeah. Endgame, too. She's doing right with her career. That's all I got to say. She Linda Carlini. She is. Jinkies. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. <laughs>
0: Jinkies,
1: absolutely. <laughs> that, that she's in my Zelma, but, uh, but, yeah, uh, I like, I can understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yes, for a little bit, not like, you don't want it to, you're scared it's going to turn into like a, a gore porn kind of situation if, if they keep going the route of gore.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't want them to rely on that because that's not what the Conjuring universe is about. Like, that's what Saw is about, and that's fine. I have no problem with Saw, um, but... I like the I like what the Conjuring universe has established established itself as, and I don't want to see it strive stray too far away from that. Um, but we will get to that in our Conjuring universe discussion at the end of this, because I'm worried. But anyway, you should be.
1: If there's hey Jeff. universe building and their name's not Marvel, you should be worried.
0: Factual. Hey Jeff, <laughs> what's up? Why don't we talk about that fucking ending?
1: Yo. Honestly, I don't remember it that well. All I remember is it fuck my mind. Okay, okay so I'm so not if, if I if I butcher it,
0: just chime in. I do remember the whole thing.
1: Oh, I know I remember it. I don't know how it ends. All I know is so. The girl, her name Jane? Jane. Jane?
0: Do you want me to do it?
1: No, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. So I'm just gonna call her a little creepy bitch. <laughs> So a little creepy bitch who was like, No, I want this doll. as it's my doll, I don't play with it. And then she I don't know, you go for it, I, I quit.
0: Okay. So Janice, uh, ah! the, the main the main character of the movie, yes. she ends up getting possessed by the Annabelle demon. Um, and my, my whole question with, with this movie when I was watching it in the theaters is how are they going going to connect this and bring this full circle? Because at the end of the first Annabelle movie, she, he literally just buys her this doll. So where how is the doll going to get from this farmhouse to there?
1: Yeah, I wasn't even worried about it to be honest with you. I was so into the movie. I didn't yeah. care at that point.
0: <laughs> I See, I didn't even know if they were going to, so I didn't really care either. And the, then the fact that they did, I was like,
1: okay. Oh, yeah. Same. Um, but.
0: But anyway, so uh, Janice is is possessed by the Annabelle uh, demon and she leaves the doll there. And then um, she actually escapes the house and and disappears. Uh, No one from the farmhouse can find her. She's gone. So then uh, cut to a little bit later and this family is looking to adopt someone and they happen to have Janice, who now calls herself Annabelle because she's still possessed by the Annabelle demon, um, at at this this orphanage, and uh, of course the the thing that they give Janice is is a fucking raggedy Ann doll. Which, if you don't know, the real Annabelle doll is a raggedy Ann doll, and excellent, excellent Easter egg. Loved it. Um, it in the
1: first movie, Annabelle movie too.
0: Yeah, it's great. I love it. But then, um, so then they end up adopting uh, Janice slash Annabelle. Janice, shut up. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> the the true star of the Pumpkin Man 3 is making noise. Um, but anyway, so Janice ends up getting adopted and they they move into this new house and she grows up and she grows old to be the woman that was in uh, the first Annabelle movie. Oh, your shit, stop again. Yeah. <laughs> Get a better camera, Jeff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Continue. Uh,
0: she grows up to be the uh, neighbor's daughter in the first Annabelle movie, who calls herself Annabelle Higgins, I believe, um, and then uh, murders her family, and it ends literally where the first movie basically begins. Um, yep. and they never, they, they never say how he, the, the, the neighbors get the Annabelle doll. They, they don't even say that it's the same doll. So oh, what
1: are you, what are you talking about?
0: The, the doll itself. It's a different doll. Yeah. Like they, they, they don't address that part of it.
1: Well, I'm confused what you're talking about.
0: So at the, when, at the farmhouse, the Annabelle yeah. doll is there. And then it stays there. The, the no, the priest takes it. The priest takes the the doll and is like, which would they p- kind of played it off as a joke because he holds it up and he's like, which one of you wants this? <laughs> you remember that? No. <laughs> you you watched this more recently than I did,
1: Ryan. When I watch have assignments for when I have assignments for this podcast, and it's a movie I've already seen, you just put I'm it not, on in
0: the background and look at your phone. I know. Shut up.
1: I mean, I take notes. But I already said what I wanted to say about this movie, so okay. no, I don't remember that.
0: Um, but then, yeah, so then that's the last time you see the doll, and uh, they never address whether or not that's the same doll that the boyfriend buys in the first movie.
1: It's not. It's brand new. You can tell from the yeah. first movie. But it's but just the sa- same looking one.
0: But at the same time, that was a oh, custom you're made
1: because like, he he custom made the first one. Yeah. Uh oh! I never thought about that.
0: So, so, and that was the other thing that kind of confused me because uh, the the girl when she pulls it out of the box, she's like, "I've been wanting one of these for so long," but he only made the one.
1: So I don't know. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. There's an Annabelle three coming now. Maybe it'll Annabelle that.
0: comes home.
1: It has Fuck my boy yeah. pork chops in it. Not pork chops. Cyborgs. Uh- Chops, it's just chops, just man. Just chops. Okay, yeah, just call it just chops. Get okay. it, fucking uh, right. Don't you
0: disrespect chops, Patrick Wilson? <laughs> chops,
1: Patrick Wilson. I recently watched Watchmen for the first time, and I just laughed the whole movie. The time he's on screen because I was just like, <laughs> "Hey, it's chops." <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured your you you and Jorge's voices in the background, just like hey. chops. <laughs> <laughs> Oh if, uh,
0: that needs a little explaining. Um the reason that we call Patrick Wilson Chops is because he played Raul in the Phantom of the Opera movie and he had just the most
1: epic chops in that movie. <laughs> so he's chops. I mean he has like chops like all his movies, I'm pretty sure. that's, that's just him. It's chops. <laughs> it's chops. I don't um, I don't know if he had it in Aquaman. i think we re- 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 watch watched that movie and see if he has it. They might, he might have shaved them off. No. Not the
0: chops. <laughs> <laughs> Not the chops. It's like he can't. P Dub. P Dub. No.
1: <laughs> P Dub. Oh God. Um. Uh, so anyway, God. yeah. The the
0: ending of this movie was fucking incredible because I I first saw this movie with my mom because I was I was living in in Indi- or I was living in South Bend. You and Jorge were still in at Ball State, and I was in. I, I was at
1: was, a film reunion when this came out.
0: Well, but, but I had no one to see it with. Like I had just gotten back from ball state and like all my friends were still moved away and shit. And I was like, God damn it. I, I want to see this movie. And my mom was like, fine, I'll go see it with you. And I was like freaking out at the end and she's like, what the fuck are you freaking out about? I'm like, mom, (laughs) you don't understand what's happening right now, but I do. And my head's exploding.
1: I think me and my sister are the people that like knew like around yeah. us like the connection because my cousins are like they're also small they're like yeah ah and me and Morgan me and my sister Morgan were like oh uh <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I mean, we we were yeah. we were like dude but it also scared us like after this movie I wanted to just go straight to sleep but I couldn't because I had a bunch of drunk family members in my room playing some game called Faces getting shit faced. <laughs> in my room. I was like, "Mom, I just want to go to sleep." She's like, "You have the biggest room. <laughs> We're do, not leaving."
0: Do you do you want to Do you want to know why I couldn't sleep after I saw this movie? Why?
1: Because this you was staring that? at me. <laughs> this was staring at me.
0: <laughs> this was literally sitting on on top of my shelf just like staring down at me. I'm like
1: I want to love you, you but at wanna, the same like, time, I think you you're going to kill me. me. Can you send me your address? I want to send you stuff. No, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, send me your address.
0: I mean, if they're cool horror shit, I might actually do that. Free horror stuff. It won't be. Fuck. It'll probably be like a pig penis or something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where would I get a pig penis (laughs) from? Yeah, I'm just going to send you a nice bloody pig penis. (laughs) In the mail. Shipping through the United States Postal Service, and they're like, "Huh, oh, what you got there, Becca? I don't know.
0: <laughs> Smells Looks pretty like a it
1: penis. <laughs> like a pig's penis. Like, oh, you know, you know what that reminded me where of? That you know what that what that is? <laughs> that
0: reminded me of The Office, where Dwight gives Michael like what he thinks is like oysters or something. He's
1: like, "Well, that's because they're bull testicles." <laughs> Uh yeah, I would definitely... I wouldn't do that, but I would send you some weird shit, though. I know do you, know you what, would. Do you know what a Dubik box is? I don't want to know. A dubic box? Am I saying that right? A dubic box? No, I don't. Have you seen the movie called The Box? No, I By haven't. Sam Raimi, like, produced by Sam Raimi? Uh-uh. Oh. Has Negan in it. It's pretty cool. Uh yeah. Decent movie. Uh, something like that. It's basically a box with a demon inside. It has weird shit, like, lots of hair and, like, little... Emblems and stuff like that.
0: I'd prefer that you didn't do that, <laughs> but that's just me.
1: Okay. Let, let's let's <laughs> wrap up our right now, Look what a box cost.
0: We're gonna so, wrap continue, up our
1: continue.
0: our uh, final thoughts on Annabelle Creation. Uh, great, great movie. Great addition to the uh, uh, the Conjuring universe as a whole. Um, if you haven't seen it, yeah. <laughs> if uh if you haven't seen it, uh go change that. It's it's a great movie. Um and it it fits in real well with uh the the conjuring and the conjuring too. Um if I were to give it a rating on the making horror slashes, um I would give it probably four out of five slashes. You, you know what? Uh, I I will give it four point five slashes out of five. Uh oh
1: really? I was, I was just gonna give it four
0: no' cause i really i I really really like this film um and I really respect David Sandberg and I really love David Sandberg, so I will give it four point five out of five. The only uh negatives are minor ones uh just the gore and um just a, a couple of underutilized ideas but other than that, excellent film
1: uh, I give it four slashes good okay. film uh you know I, they can I'm ex- I'm, you're on what? video now. Oh shit! <laughs> I sure enough was. I totally forgot. I was just looking up gift boxes to send to you. I'm on. I'm on eBay right now.
0: Do that. Let's do that after.
1: <laughs> Fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't be a fucking a, spacing out now. You little <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I don't like this anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, thoughts on or final thoughts
1: on. It's a good movie. Go see it.
0: I was I was sending that to you so I could take a drink, but you decided to do the same because you're
1: a little bitch. What you drinking? Apple cider. Oh. Tequila and orange juice.
0: You think that this is non-alcoholic cider?
1: You're wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Um, final thoughts, Ryan? I, I
0: did my final thoughts. What are yours? <laughs> I you fucking idiot.
1: It's a good movie. Go see it. <laughs> it's, it's creepy. It's scary. I don't know. Slashes. Uh, four. <laughs> I put up five feet? <laughs> I don't like being on camera. It makes me nervous. You're a cuck. Okay, so... Well, I'm your
0: cuck. Fair. Let's move on to, um... The current state. The current state of the Conjuring universe, because I, I want to talk about this.
1: I feel like before you should do that, what's your what's your takes on the latest installment, the Curse of La Because or Yerona, I don't know how to pronounce
0: it. La Yerona.
1: Culture. My Sharona, Uh <laughs> Uh... I haven't seen it. I wanted to see there's it. There's literally
0: a song it. in Coco called La Llorona.
1: I only know one song from Coco. Remember me. The, no, the, the old-ass woman singing about... Yeah. Shit.
0: I, re- <laughs> I, I, know. I know what you're talking about, Joe.
1: But I feel like you should tell the people, because I haven't seen it. Because I, I wanted to see it, but then I got it got horrible reviews. I, so I, I like, didn't you know see it
0: either. I, but I, you I, did. No, I, I did not see it because... It got slaughtered at the box office.
1: Same. So I, I mean, both. <laughs>
0: absolutely obliterated at the box office. And I think the reason now I kind of get it because, th- believe it or not, this is a- an entry into the Conjuring universe, but it was not marketed like that. They they gave n- no indication. They even because on stupid. On all of the, the, the promos for The Nun, they said the darkest chapter in The Conjuring Universe. And even with uh, Annabelle Comes Home, it's, they're, they're marketing it as like the home of The Conjuring Universe. This, it was just from the producers of The Conjuring Universe. But it is, in fact, a Conjuring Universe movie. But they, didn't, they didn't market it like that at all because I, I guess the studio saw it and was like, well, that's fucking terrible.
1: But you do know it still made its profit back. It still made money.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Like, and so they're going to make another one. Or that's they're not wh- going to make another one. And that's really what
0: I want to talk about. That's, that is what is concerning me. Because The Conjuring Universe um, is getting more and more successful. Like The movies are doing great. The, even The Nun made a fuck ton of money. Because
1: that's what the genre is. It's a low-budget yeah. film but but that's, but
0: that's what I'm saying is, like, that, that's what is killing me because you have The Conjuring, fucking amazing movie. Annabelle, I, I believe underrated movie, not the best, but underrated. Uh, the Conjuring okay. 2, really fucking amazing. And then you have Annabelle Creation, really fucking solid movie. And then you get into The Nun, and then it's almost like the studio Shit. started to realize that, you know, okay, if we just put The Conjuring universe on this... The movies will just
1: fucking hell. <laughs> Continue your stop process. I,
0: I will, but it's like uh, it's like the the studio started to realize that the, that if they just put the Conjuring universe on, you know any any promo shit, people will go and see it, and it's true people do, and they're putting less and less time and effort into these movies.
1: That's just good marketing.
0: It, it is. It's a good business standpoint, but. Or a good business uh, move, but it just, it sucks because I, I love this series so much, and I, I hate to see it go d- down the route of every single slasher series, just, you know?
1: It, I'm, I am I wouldn't say just even slasher, it's horror in general. Yeah, like most horror movie franchises, the first couple, I feel like every single fall-off happens in the fourth movie. Yeah. Like, the fourth installment of, like, this franchise, because... I feel like let's see, uh, Halloween. Yeah, actually I, actually, I actually like the fourth Halloween. Yeah, Halloween four is great, but five, five is and bad. six, set. <laughs> yeah, five six, <laughs> bad. They're, they're they're horrible, horrible. Uh, fr- Friday the thirteenth. Well, the first Friday the thirteenth.
0: Okay, let's be real. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with every, every single horror fan that's watching this, and I'm even wearing a Friday the thirteenth hat. There's not really a good Friday the Thirteenth movie. I mean, there really isn't.
1: I don't the, watch them. I only seen like. I think I've seen part one and two, and that's about it.
0: If you've if you've watched the original, like they, they're fun, and I enjoy them, but there's not one that's like that's it. Because like you look at Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween and. You know the, the the scream. I mean, you you look at those movies and you're like, okay, yeah, the first one was amazing, but you can't say that about Friday the Thirteenth, and you can't say that about the Friday the Thirteenth Part Two or Part Three or Part Four, and it's only actually in the later films where they they there's like a little sweet spot where they almost got it right, but then
1: it just it. What number is that? Like five. <sighs>
0: I, I know it was when the the Tommy Jarvis storyline started, and that's some of those movies were like, okay, I actually dig this. Um, I know who
1: Tommy Jarvis is,
0: yeah, I, I didn't expect that you would. I mean, <laughs> and the the sad thing is that the the most well made Friday the Thirteenth movie is the one that Michael Bay produced.
1: <laughs> Wait, are you serious? The like one that came out like in like when I was in great, like high school?
0: Yeah, that I mean, there's. There is no Friday the Thirteenth movie that was taken as dog shit. Absolutely, it was, but there was no film like no Friday the Thirteenth movie before that that was taken as seriously as that movie was.
1: I didn't know that. I thought I I always pictured that Friday the Thirteenth one like the, the the on the Mount Rushmore of horror movies. Like Nightmare on Elm Street. When it, I mean, oh, when it comes
0: to slashers, you you look at the the icons, and it, yeah, it's it's Freddy, Jason, Michael. Um, I mean, th- those are the three big slashers: Freddy, Jason, and Michael. But when when it comes down to it, when you actually look at those movies, the Friday the Thirteenth movies, they're not very good movies. And like, and I I don't believe I'm alone in saying that um, because they're it's just a lot of the same for a long time until Jason takes Manhattan, and then that even even that was just I Jason didn't
1: know on that was a that was a movie.
0: Oh yeah, that's a movie, and literally <laughs> that that was that just goes to show the the power of marketing once again because that movie it was marketed as Jason in Manhattan when that's really just like the last 20 minutes but then people were people were like well that was dog shit so they tried something new where Jason was basically like this demonic fucking worm that could in like infiltrate other people's bodies and control their bodies so jason was like this demon worm that was possessing people and people fucking hated that but that set up Freddy versus jason but then they didn't do anything with that for fucking like for fucking 10 years and in the meantime they decided to do fucking jason x uh jason in fucking outer space and cyborg jason which that one at least that one at least was funny and they meant for it to be funny I mean one of the best jokes in that whole movie, this g- dude is like about to – like like Jason's machete is right behind him and the, the guy is like getting approached by Jason. He's like, whoa, man, whoa, 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 and then he looks back and he sees the machete and he's like, oh, you want that? And he he literally gives Jason the machete and he turns around and he's like, hey, guys, it's fine. He just wanted the machete and then he, <laughs> he, then he fucking kills him. One of the <laughs> best. I mean, it's great. It's it's really really good.
1: I I think they did. They, did they recently just added on a streaming service, does a Netflix or something? I watched it recently. I think I watched it last year, like during Halloween. Jason X. Yeah, yeah. I think it just was on. The, so just added it to Netflix or something. Right? Yeah, whatever. I, I've watched it recently cause I, was, I remember you and Josh talking about it on our previous podcast. Yeah. I was like, I have to see this movie, and I watched. It's, I was like, this is it is insanity.
0: <laughs> yeah. But at least that one doesn't take itself seriously and is like really you know yeah more of a well joke. maybe
1: the Conjuring universe goes that route.
0: I don't want it to though. <laughs> I mean, I hold the first Conjuring in such high regard. I just I don't want to see it go down that path.
1: Hey, and you will always have that. But you know what? I guess what? You know what? Guess what? It's, it's not going to happen because you know why? Yeah, James not Jason. James Wan's still a producer on these, on these on this in this universe, but he's yeah. moved on to he's he's on, he's in the superhero game now. Yeah. And yeah. he made a very successful superhero movie, so his all his attention is going to be on that superhero movie. Yeah, like he's he's going to be in the DC universe, like he and is know, Anthony I'm, Russo, Anthony and Joe Russo for DC. I, I am like fine well.
0: with, I'm fine with him staying in the producer role and giving new filmmakers chances with these Conjuring movies, uh, because that's what he did with David Sandberg. That's what he did with Corn Hardy. Um, I believe that's what he's doing with the the director of Annabelle comes home and the Conjuring three.
1: Well, Conjuring uh, three, the same director of Lollarona, La isn't it?
0: I. That's
1: why I was. I, I, was, I, was, I read yeah, somewhere.
0: I, th- I think that's the case. Um, Which
1: yikes! <laughs> well, yeah, the- but
0: but the writing. It's I believe it's being written by the original writers of the first two Conjuring movies, if I'm not mistaken. I I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Um,
1: Honestly, I I only heard uh, how bad it was off these two podcasts I listened to, and I looked up reviews like the stars on Rotten Tomatoes, and it didn't have that 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 big of a of a rating. So I actually never like went in depth and read why it was like as bad as the people thought it was. So th- I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm that person who people. Like say this is a bad movie, I will watch it myself and say, "Hey, that's a good movie." Yeah, <laughs> I I mean like I do it with the Transformers movie. Transform okay, Transformers two, Transformers five, horrible. I will I will stand up for Transformers three and four a little bit. Mostly the third one, the third one that I actually enjoyed. The fourth one was all right, but you know, I there's a lot of movies out there that I've I've Usually like other people just crapped on them. Okay.
0: Like Solo. Ha- Have you seen Solo? I, I did, and I, I didn't think it was that bad.
1: I, lo- I, I actually like Solo. Solo was actually, I think, a pretty decent movie.
0: Okay, so I've got I've got this information pulled up right here. Um, hey. Ooh, the deets. <laughs> so, um, Michael Chavez, I believe is his name, uh, directed The Curse of La Llorona. Gotcha. Um, and he is directing the Conjuring Three, but he did not write uh, the Curse of La Llorona. And the people that did write the Curse of La Llorona are not involved with the Conjuring Three at all. In fact, uh, the Conjuring Three is being written by uh, one of the three ri- or one of the four writers of the Conjuring Two. So that is promising.
1: Yeah, that's one of the fourth. One of the four writers. What's this? The one guy who said, "Hey, maybe uh, valic should uh, go to the beach in Miami and you know start stripping naked." What yeah. the worst is that guy? Then we're in trouble. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't say.
0: But I will say that that is that is more promising, and you know James Wan is still uh, producer producer. So, um, I do not
1: know. This is Warner Brothers, not Bloomhouse. Okay. Yeah, this is. Warner Brothers. I answer my own question. Okay. Yeah,
0: um, I. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, you know, we've we have how many movies do we have coming out? We've got.
1: Crooked. I know three at least. Crooked Man. Yeah, there's uh, there's four there's four
0: con or four Conjuring Universe movies on the slate. Um, there is the Conjuring Three, which is set for September of 2020. There's Annabelle Comes Home, which comes out next month um wait what and, yeah june 26th
1: i had no I, there's like been no marketing for it
0: i know there's just been that one trailer um and then there that's is bizarre the crooked man which has had no nothing but a director or no nothing right. but a screenwriter uh yeah that's nothing not but a, a screenwriter attached to it uh though oh that's interesting um, there's a screenwriter attached to it, but James Wan is actually the one that wrote the story. So that is, that is actually kind of intriguing. Um, and then there's Scary. an, there's an untitled nun film in the works.
1: It's, uh, it's probably that nurse film that won that competition.
0: Why would they go was from it, the nun to the nurse?
1: Cause wasn't that the whole deal, the thing, like maybe get get your idea put in the conjuring universe.
0: No, I believe it was like, you got 50 bucks.
1: You got fifty bucks?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean we tried the, to get fifty bucks. I can get my mom to give me fifty bucks like The dude the it. dude
0: did uh the dude did get like calls from producers and shit. I don't know if they're going anything with that, but
1: they are uh I mean I are, guess it's a good way to put your name out there and yeah. everything. But wow, just fifty That's stupid. Yeah, I agree. But
0: anyway, uh so there there are still four Conjuring films in the works, two of which I know for a fact are going to see the light of day. Because well, Annabelle comes home. That's next month, um, and then the Conjuring three. That's obviously going to happen as well.
1: Uh, I, which, I feel like the nun's going to happen too because people yeah. hate that nun. Or by hate, I mean love it. Uh, yeah, they love to hate. Um, it.
0: <laughs> but I, I think the I think Annabelle comes home and the Conjuring three are both going to do really well because they are bringing back. What I think works the most about the Conjuring series, which is Ed and Lorraine, Chops. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Chops! Um, but also from the look of the trailer, it doesn't look like they're going to be in Annabelle Comes Home very
1: much. Um,
0: but I do I, still go ahead.
1: Well, I, I was just—I was just going to say—I'm getting that kind of RDJ in Spider-Man uh, Homecoming kind of look feel. Yeah, yeah. Like in it, but not really like in it. In it. God. Uh, but shit. Lucy, mother
0: damn. <laughs> I'll wait. Um nice. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm kinda getting a similar vibe. Um, just like I, I I think they'll be in it and more towards the end they'll play more of a prominent role.
1: But I, I S- think it's about their daughter, correct? Yeah,
0: yeah. Alright, just making and I, sure. I do think that they are um, – th- I, I think it's going to be like – it's going to feel more conjuring than Annabelle and Annabelle creation, which I'm excited for because it takes place in the, in the Warren's house. In their house. house, right? Yeah.
1: Oh, just from that trailer, from that friend going into the closet, I was like, oh, not the closet, but like the demonic room. I'm yeah. I'm just like, you were like, a dumb hoe. I,
0: I, I love how uh, Judy Warren asks, what else did you touch? And she's like, everything. <laughs> like literally the one thing you're told not, you're not to do, f- and she's like,
1: "I'm gonna touch it all." <laughs> Jesus, kids suck. That's all I gotta say.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, but I'm I'm hopeful for the next, at least the next two films that are gonna come out of so, the Conjuring universe.
1: Conjuring, I I have I have high hopes for the Conjuring three. I have high hopes. I I rely mostly on uh brand name. I like the brand name of Annabelle. It I would not put any of those movies below like a fifty percent or a sixty percent on my on my list. Like for like out of a hundred kind of a grading scale. I agree. I trust the Conjuring series wholeheartedly. The Conjuring like I feel like they're gonna take care of their main product. Absolutely, absolutely Conjuring one and two were good, so they're gonna make sure definitely a Conjuring three. And I think you told me this earlier. Like that, like early rumors said that it was going to be about like their werewolf case. That's not. Still the, yeah the, that
0: that was that was a long time ago. Um, I don't know if that's still the. I I kind of hope it's not because that's. I kind of want it.
1: <laughs> I, kinda I mean,
0: that's it. what that's we're we're starting to creep up on Jason X territory there, and I'm like, <laughs> let's not no, go to.
1: Oh uh, no! I, I I I want it. I think it's bizarre enough, that if they pull it off, it could be a really good movie.
0: They could. And I, I, I feel like they, they could definitely do it, but but we'll see. I mean I like you said, I am
1: like name a good horror werewolf movie.
0: I can't name a good horror werewolf movie, but I can name I mean American Werewolf in London.
1: Is that a horror movie?
0: It's it's kinda like horror comedy.
1: Oh, I was gonna say cursed. The only one I wanna know about is it's cursed with uh Jesse Eisenberg and uh Nicole Ritchie, I think. Directed I, I never, by my, it's a Wes Craven movie early 2000s uh, yeah i've never it's heard a of a movie or like the new uh movie that came out was it wolfman by Guillermo del toro mm. i don't know wolfman with benicio del toro he's, yeah. he plays yeah, the yeah. Place of wolfman yeah so yeah i'm like there's has to be like a good wolfman like a werewolf kind of movie and like like yeah. you know, long like i want to see a werewolf movie i'm an old-fashioned like that i think werewolf i love thriller it's a great movie it's a great music video like you know
0: you can call Thriller a movie. I won't. I won't judge because that's.
1: It's basically a short film. But it's
0: it's got Vincent Price. I mean, yeah, got me. You had me sold. I,
1: I just think a werewolf would be interesting. It would be different, and it's still like supernatural. like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll they we'll just, see I, what I'm, ends I'm, up. I kind of I'm kind of over like the whole demon aspect of horror movies nowadays. Like I want something different. That's why I, I'm excited for the new Child's Play movie because it's, it's, it's a. Today's technology, looks, it looks. So good. Oh, it's just like you like you don't like it look, Mark it Hamill. Looks, it looks. Mark so Hamill, good. come on, Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky. I swear, if that
0: movie tanks, I'm I will lose all hope because it, literally it they are doing they are doing everything right.
1: But you know what? it's, what it's against right that weekend Toy comes Story, out? Toy Story. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see Toy Story four because <laughs> man, I cried the last one, and Tom Hanks, I'm gonna cry again. If Tom Hanks, I'm gonna cry again. I'm going to cry again. I'm but I will be a- see Child's Play after I see Toy Story 4.
0: I'm going to be completely honest. I, I'm excited for Toy Story 4. I can't wait to see Toy Story 4. The trailers have done absolutely nothing for me.
1: Really? I've, I've not, even, not even the one with Key and Peele?
0: I mean, it was funny, but I was like... Yeah, exactly.
1: It's all you need. It, it's it, funny.
0: Like, the, the one... Tra- the one like full length trailer that they released just felt so choppy and out of place. Like it was, it was really disjointed and shit. And I just, I didn't. I
1: just, I loved it for that forky character. He was like, "Why am I alive?" <laughs> that, I, I, lost it. I, I lost it. I completely lost it. I was like, "Dude, facts! Like, why are we alive? <laughs> like, look at, look at, look at this little fork. Asking the real hard questions. Like, why am I alive?" I, <laughs> Like so I am so meant bad. for I am meant for soup and something and sometimes chili, okay? Like I'm not supposed to be a toy. Oh I was like, dude, that's hilarious. Like I'm excited.
0: But yeah, I I, I, mean, sh- I showed
1: I, you the whole campaign market where they had like the hammer. Yeah, like, that was murder. great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was what so did funny. it say? It was
0: like yeah, the, I mean that was um, that was to find it. There's,
1: it was actually really good.
0: Did they say there's was, a new sheriff's in town or something?
1: Yeah, there's a new sheriff in town. It's like yeah. a, like Woody like hat like dragging off something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, I mean but, no,
1: it's it, they, it they're good. doing
0: everything right with that movie because it's a remake and the fact that they are the, the, this is the one time where I'm like yes, this is an idea that you're improving on the original idea because that is more oh, yeah. scary in today's modern society with like basically Be- a doll that's an Alexa that comes alive and fucking kills you.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's called – the original one was called a Buddy doll in like the old movies. Now it's called Buddy with an I. And people are like, oh, it's no, like the, iPhone. The original or was like called
0: a Good Guy doll.
1: What, was it a Good Guy? I thought it was called a Buddy yeah. doll. No, oh, it's, it, it's the, Buddy the, with the an I. They're talking about like, yeah. how like, the I stands for like like iPhone. It's supposed to be more technolog- technological. Yeah. But like I just it's, think it's, it's going to be a doll that kills you.
0: It's a great story. I mean I, I if, think that absolutely like if, if Child's Play were made today – that's that is the story that would have been told, not not the Charles Lee Ray story, and I and with Mark Hamill as the voice, and <laughs> I mean that's all I, that's,
1: yeah. all, that's all I need right there. That's, that's literally all I need. You do uh, see this movie if I, that, Plus, if, Audrey, I'll be applause isn't it too?
0: If that movie isn't critically acclaimed, I will be very upset because I it mean might it's t- just, <laughs> it just it might who knows I mean we'll see but
1: um, remakes don't do good apparently and today's day and age except for it but it was like a made for tv movie
0: yeah so it wasn't technically a remake let's talk yeah. about that trailer for a second
1: Oh, uh, before before we leave we go we go like we're you with the it trailer chapter two
0: that trailer got me feeling all sorts of those things
1: uh i was just like yo who's this hottie in the background just dancing. <laughs> Like, she got the moves like Jack. What the fuck, Jeff? What
0: the fucking fuck? You fucking... Si- she's an old goddamn woman. What is your fucking problem? She got the moves like Jackie, You fucking... But
1: well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Where she's just like... She's like she's like looking at the picture. She's just like... <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I, friend, I was, like, she walks away and she's like... There's like the whole... Oh, the back thing. I was, like, I, was
0: oh, <laughs> I was on Xbox with Connor uh, when he was watching it, and I was hearing his live reaction. He's just
1: like, "Why is she naked? <laughs> Why is she not naked?" <laughs> is, the, is the question. But my, that, every that time pause, they were though. like
0: the old lady was doing shit, I was like, "Oh shit, Penny
1: Pennywise forgot how to human." <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Can we, can we please talk about that long ass pause? That was so nerve wracking. That's one of the things I'm talking about. I'm like, "Yep, Pennywise is malfunctioning." (laughs) (laughs) Because I I thought my screen froze. (laughs) I had to like look at my my, like my time. I was like, "Oh no, it's still it's still moving. This is just an awkward ass pause."
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was. I they did a YouTube live premiere for it, and I was watching it live, and I was just like did the stream fuck up or something and she just goes so anyway I was like fuck <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like, I,
1: I'm, I'm liking how some of these movies are doing like scenes from like as like trailers Avengers, Avengers did it with Tony Stark talk, talking to his thing basically yeah. the scene itself and like you know this is doing it and then it says like, like the first half of the trailer is, this, is a scene Second half is just like bits and images, like what you want to see. And then Though the, the second half
0: of the trailer was the second half of the trailer really felt like an action movie trailer. Like uh, yeah, I, like yeah. it it did not feel like a horror movie trailer at all. And I was like, that was a weird shift. Um But that lasts a little but bit with Pennywise. You, you oh. got
1: you got you got the beautiful the reluctant Ch- Jessica Chastain. I love her. She is. A goddess amongst men. We got my boy, the man of many voices, James McAvoy, Professor X yeah. himself. You got the Old Spice guy who rode a horse backwards. Check. You got my boy, oh, uh, no. Deputy So-and-so from Sinister in this movie. And then you got the boy, James, uh, Bill, Har- Bill Hader. Like, that's, that's an all-star cast right there.
0: You good? Yeah, my, my video connection just tanked. Okay, I, I'm back. Go ahead.
1: Okay, I just, I just made my point. You got five dope-ass actors who I feel. I don't know. I don't know if the Old Spice guy can act, but he's the Old Spice guy, so I don't really care. Yeah. Part of my childhood. But no, I'm excited for this movie. I didn't even see the first it in theaters. I think I saw it on a red box when it came out in video. Oh, nope, nope. I saw it illegally online. That's how I saw You're it. such a bitch. Yeah. No. But then I did. But then I did go. Like I, I, I went to a buy on a Redbox too. So I gave some of this money to the studio. No, that uh, that
0: actually probably is number three favorite like movie going experience of my life. Oh, was of your the, life of the the first it was favorite one of my movie experience. Yeah, because I saw it. Uh, opening night in a, a tiny, tiny theater in Chicago with Connor, and there was this there was this dude sitting next to me, and like the the whole theater was screaming their asses off and shit during during the whole theater. It was it was just a really fun experience. But this dude next to me, every time something happened, he grabbed onto me and was like, "Oh my god! Oh oh oh! Sorry, man." And just like, <laughs> he, like, he just looked, he did not look like the type of person that would do that. And he did that at least three times in the movie. And it was, it was really fun. But uh, that's, that's topped only by Avengers Endgame. <laughs>
1: Love you 3000.
0: Um, uh, and Jurassic World.
1: Uh, Endgame, Force Awakens. And then you got Zilla, what I saw by myself in theaters. IMAX nice. 3D. Amazing. All right, we need to wrap this up because I have a dead ba- oh, But that almost dead
0: and just to it just stopped again. So okay. let's just wrap it up. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our discussion on Annabelle Creation. So if you haven't seen it, uh, go ahead. Go and sit! Go see it! A- yeah, yeah, do that. Um, and that is also our thoughts on the current state of the Conjuring universe. We're going to try to keep on doing the podcast. Uh, once a week try um, try is the keyword so you can't actually rely on that um, but hopefully <laughs> can you
1: ever rely on
0: this hopefully yeah for real um, <laughs> y- you'll, you'll, you'll get nautical content when we give you nautical content when we're, when we're damn good and ready but you, sh- you should have a, a, a little bit more of a tease of what's coming um, with nautical films with our new short film The Wailing Letter uh, this weekend Uh, There'll be some behind-the-scenes pictures and, and stuff like that, so you can look forward to that. But until next time, try not to get scared.